McTavish. Thurston gets the ball to Morgan. Morgan crosses the 20. Comes away to O'Neill. Gets the ball. What's up, guys? It is Hot Take with that Hot Take here. Welcome and back, folks. We're back. I mean, come on. It's Saturday, <laughs> but it's Friday there, so we're, it's still Friday, no? We have another week of Junior Senior 2 views. Let's get straight into it. Woo-hoo. So, the silly season has begun. Football is back. Who's ready for some football? And we had America's team, the Cowboys, ah, taking, on, on. taking on the Bucks, the defending champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Close game. And Brady. 41-39? Yep. Uh, it was actually 31 20, 31-29. 28, sorry. It was actually a good game. Very good game. Very um, good game. Both defenses are kind of trash right now. That's the first game. The, of the front season. the front line for the Bucks it looks pretty solid, but like the the their secondary is bad. So Dallas is everywhere is bad on defense. It's the first game of the season. I is it look for me, I guess, and the question to you, and we can both answer it is is it more about the Bucks' win or the Cowboys' loss? It's neither, in my opinion. No, I, mean, I think it's about the Cowboys' loss because they had four turnovers in the game. Yeah. You get four turnovers, you should be able to generate points off that. Instead, Craig Zerline misses a field goal, misses an extra point. These things come back to you. So that those extra points missed meant that Dallas had the fight to get back, and you gave Tom Brady time, which yeah. is a mistake in any game. You don't give Tom Brady any time to come <laughs> yeah. back. Zero time. So yeah. that's what I think. I think it was more of a Cowboys loss. If the Bucks lost this game, I don't think people would think anything of it. Yeah. But I think because the Cowboys losing, it, you know, it means something. So. Well, their own line, um, the Cowboys' own line was kind of iffy as well. I mean, I'm, they were Tampa Bay was blitzing the entire time. They were, but they didn't give them a chance. Dak, Dak's health is paramount. Well, how how a big game for C.D. Lamb? Big yeah. receiving game, and, yeah. and you know, of course, and Amari gets his gets his touches. I think the running game didn't had no no impact whatsoever. They couldn't get. Well, I mean, going. they don't have any run blocking right well, now. Well, Dak threw, so, threw a lot. He threw a fifty yeah, times. They don't. Uh, the Cowboys don't have any run blocking right now. You need like sufficient guards to be able to give Elliott time. Look, I think we'll have to watch this space. The, I mean, look, but on all on all accounts, I and catch me while I'm saying this because I'm a Giant fan and you are as well because of me. Uh, that the Cowboys should win the division. I mean, it's a sentence. I don't. Well, well with the talent, I'm trying to hold back the vomit as well, I'm saying. Well, it, with but the, they should win the division. Well, well, with the talent on their team, they're expected to. All right, so but then, you never know. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. as long as that man Jerry Jones is at the top, oh his ego God. was all. He'll, his ego will always get in the way. Okay, so there's this tier system now moving forward. Yep. All the teams have been sort of classified in a certain level. So we'll start from the bottom and work our way up. I think as we work our way up, you'll see more teams in slots and move yep. aside. So, expansion 2.0 the, sits with the Texans. Uh, the Texans don't even deserve to be on that list. Well, they they're, have to be. They're, 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 a, they're a non-franchise, in my opinion. Them and the Sacramento Kings don't deserve to be on that list. Okay. It, don't, don't even deserve to be considered a franchise. Okay. The Texans are 
so incompetent. Okay. They're, from their ownership to their front office to how they handled Deshaun Watson to how they handled okay. everything. They're okay, so the three teams above the Texans are known as the actually dead. So yep. you have the Jets, well, the Bengals, and the Lions. Well, Jets, Do you see a team in that actually dead well, tier well, the that Jets, doesn't belong there? Well, the Jets, all I, all I need to say is your identity is the butt fumble. It has been the butt fumble for well over a half decade. And <laughs> it will continue to be <laughs> until you win a Super Bowl. No, that's not going to happen. Um, not my lifetime. The, the Bengals ha- still have Mike Brown, Mike Brown as their owner. And he is so laissez-faire, it's not even funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the Lions haven't won a playoff game in 60 years. Okay. So. so, I would say of the three teams there, the actually the actual, the actually dead, I think the big question marks for Detroit. Could they move up to the next level? I don't know. I think, I Jared, know. I think Jared Goff will be called out. They're... I don't like Dan Campbell as a coach. I think he's a wild card. He is, but it's in my opinion, he's either going to be the greatest head coach hire... Or the next Freddy Kitchens. Okay. The next level is the Walking Dead. Yeah. And we have two NFC East teams in there. Yeah. The Eagles, the Giants, and the Panthers. Well, They're considered Walking Dead. If the Giants don't get some sort of... If they don't make the playoffs this year, a lot of jobs are on the line. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones is gone. Gettleman's probably gone. Saquon might be gone, okay. so this has to be the year where they actually show some progress. Okay, so frisky, but flawed. So these next level of teams are considered you know, competitive, but they're not there yet. So we have the Cardinals, we have the Jaguars, which I think the Jaguars should actually fall into the walking dead, because I don't think they're going to be that great. The Broncos, the Vikings, and the Raiders. Anything, any team you see there. Um, that doesn't belong there? That doesn't belong there? I feel like the the Cardinals are sus to me, especially with Kingsbury at the helm. He's Ooh, such conser- conservative he's play like the calling. the first person that said that about him. I, he's he's so so like conservative. Yeah. He's I I don't like him as a coach. Yeah. I think he did poorly at Texas Tech, yeah. and they panicked in the other direction when they fired Steve Wilkes after one year. Okay. So, and the other teams on that list, Jaguars don't even deserve to be up there. They deserve to be down low. The only reason they're there is because of Trevor Lawrence. Okay. The one team I'll say that may be in the Walking Dead section is the Vikings, depending on what happens with Kirk Cousins. He's still got the COVID issues there. Well, he can't beat teams over 500. Right, so I think he falls in that space. The other team I will honorably mention, and I mentioned this before, is the Broncos. I think the Broncos are kind of fringing below that because they don't, there's well, a lot of questions. Well, at least there. Elway is not making the day to day operations anymore. Yeah, okay. So old playoff teams. So these are the teams that were in the playoffs last year but are considered old. The Saints, yep. the Colts, the Steelers, the Washington football team, and the Chicago Steelers, Bears. Steelers, in my opinion, are in the walking dead. I don't have I don't see them going yeah. to the playoffs this season. Especially with, eight, with, eight, with, with a uh with a Ben that's thirty nine, he's rickety, he's old, he can't move in the pocket anymore. Yeah. With an O line that's completely destroyed, yeah. a defense that can turn it on, but doesn't really want to all the time. Yep. And an offense that's gone completely refuse. Yeah, they had a great season last season, but they got completely embarrassed at home. Okay. And with Tomlin around, Tomlin continues to play down to competition year after year. Mm-hmm. It's a recurring trend. You see him playing down to teams like Oakland, um, Cincinnati. They play down to teams. Okay. And he needs to go. He's okay. a great coach, but he does he does not belong here. Okay, so the other team to look at for me, the one team that I think could move up 
I think are the Saints. Because mm. I believe, and I think this is true, we said this on the show before, I think that because Jameis Winston's been given the starting role... Well, it's going to be tough for them, especially with what's been going on in New Orleans with Hurricane Ida. I know, but... It's, and them having to move to Dallas to do their practices. But I think, I mean, outside of that, that's something they can't control, but as a team, yeah. I think that, you know, he's got an arm. And he's got he a better does. arm than Taysom Hill. He and does. He can extend but that vertical the game. The one problem I, I think, Sean Payton, in my opinion, is the most overrated coach in the NFL. Okay. He's a good coach, but right. he's not that guy. Okay, so new playoff teams. So the prognostication is basically saying these will be the teams going into the playoffs this year. The Cowboys, the Chargers, the Dolphins, Falks, and the Patriots. Chargers are not there yet. Chargers are not there so the yet. Chargers I mean, should be I think, st- old um, play- I think their new floor. coach, their new head coach i like him yep. he was from the rams he was the d coordinator d coordinator over there he yep. turned um he turned aaron donald into an, a generational talent yep. but in my opinion they need a uh maybe two or three more years okay they need two or three more years to really like just fester for a little bit but i hope but i hope they don't waste herbert because he's good okay so out of that group i will say the one team that i'm not sold on yet, and only because of one situation, is the Dolphins. Because we, we've only seen a sample side of Tua Tagliavoa. Tua We've seen a sample size. Can he take the next step? I have a feeling he will. They won 10 games. I'm optimistic about the Dolphins because they they've done a lot to fix the offense. Their defense we know is good. I mean, there was that situation with uh, Xavier Howard, but they gave him a new contract. They restructured his contract, so he's happy now. He wants to stay. So the defense is proven. Okay. Their offensive line is still still developing, but it's good. But the one question in Tua, I think he'll have a good year this season. He'll break out this season, in my opinion. Okay. All right. Fringe contenders. So these teams are right sort of known as that next yep. level. Ravens, Seahawks, Bills, Titans. I got well, no problem with any of that. Well, Ravens right now, their um, running back situation is horrible. They did sign Le'Veon Bell oh and a couple of other guys who've had 1,000-yard seasons off waivers yep. to non-guaranteed, non-guaranteed contracts. Yep. But the one question I have with them is Lamar. Can he like go back to his MVP form of being able to not only run the ball but actually develop uh, his pocket passing game because yeah. we know we've seen it before <laughs> we had that 2019 season where he looked good as a pocket pa- passer he won the MVP so I think if he can d- stay g- or get back to that form as a pocket passer the Ravens will be a Super Bowl contender okay so I will s- agree with you on that I think the biggest thing for the Ravens is Lamar to run less and throw more, and that's why they need running backs to take off the load. Yeah. I think the other thing to look at in this le- these other three teams, for me it's Buffalo. Because Buffalo Buffalo deserves so to close. be higher. I think they – well, look, I think they're right there as being a contender. I think the issue for the Bills is who can dethrone KC off home field advantage. Yeah. I think it's all about that. Yeah. KC's gotten to the Super Bowl by being at home. 
Yeah. So if they have to go on the road, maybe it's a different story. Well, could the Bills be the and team? And another thing about the Bills is their situation is very teetering to me. It's not because of anything that they're doing; it's because of the Pagulas. Because but I we actually no, want to bury the Pagulas. And it comes but, to the Sabers. Well, bury they did. Them. Well, they did pay um, Allen. But the only reason I you're giving the Pagulas credit here is because they've stayed their little grubby hands off this team. All right. Well, the, they have. But. The problem here is they want a new stadium and they want the city to pay for it. Get it. There is a it's they want slated to happen. Yeah. Are they going to get it? 2027. They want the the city to pay for it. Well, look, I mean, I don't know the logistics cuz well, I'm, I'm not in the well, meetings, well, but that's I what have, they reported. That that's what they've reported they want the city to pay for it. Okay. It could happen, especially with the recent success the of playoff course. success if the that they've had. The team was crappy, fans wouldn't want it. Yeah, so I think they might get it. But it's only I I pray that the Golas don't meddle in their team okay, operations. Okay. Let's move forward. We have the true contenders. These three teams are considered true. All right, the Rams, the Niners, and the Bucks. The ni- the Niners I will put in fringe, but just because of the fact that Jimmy G. they're they're not Jimmy G. Their health. Last season, both both all the whole team. Because uh-huh. in 2018, they had high expectations. Yep. They did a lot in spring to to in free agency to replenish the team, mm-hmm. and they were done by week five. Okay. Same thing happened last season. So things questions need to be asked about their medical staff because okay. I don't know what they're doing. Uh-huh. But if if they can stay healthy, that's the big caveat about the Niners. If they can stay healthy, they're a Super Bowl contender. Okay, so. And the Rams and the Rams is also a question because can Stafford really take that next step? Because we know Stafford's got talent, we know he does. But Detroit was it because was he sort of a fantasy quarterback on Detroit because of Detroit, or was he a fantasy quarterback because of himself? Right. That's the question. Okay, so I'll agree with you on on LA. I think with LA, it's very clear. They made the trade because they thought there was an upgrade with Matthew Stafford. We so, don't know but, yet. But, the, but his career record against over 500 teams is shocking. So that's the question here. You're in the toughest division, and you're a sub-500 quarterback against teams well, he in is, your career. He is in a deep ball system, which which he will thrive in because he's a gunslinger. Okay. He's he's with Tom. He's with uh, Sean McVay. Okay. So I think that's going to do well for him. All right. Hopefully. So, I want him to succeed. Right. Okay. So the next level... Okay, of that above it are the number one contenders, and two teams are sitting at that point: the Packers and the Browns. Uh, Packies, this is your last chance. This is your last chance. They need to. They need to go to the Super Bowl this year. Mm. It's as simple as that. I said it about the uh, another team in Wisconsin this year, the Bucks. I said they needed to go to the finals. Go to the finals. I think they need to to win the Super Bowl this year, in my opinion, okay. because Devontae Adams is a free agent this off season. Um, they had to let go of Corey Lindsley in free agency. I don't know how that's gonna gonna ha- how big that effect will have because he's he's a Roger safety valve yeah, on yeah. the O line. Yeah. So it's interesting to see what will happen. They pay they paid um, Aaron Jones, mm-hmm. but should they have paid Lindsley? It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. But this will probably be the last dance for Rogers. Okay, whatever. Good good riddance. Uh, yeah, um, I suppose. The other thing is, for me, not so much the Packers because they're a contender. The Browns, the Browns, they're there. I feel like they're in, they're in, uh, they're in contender status. Okay. Because they looked good last season. All right. They looked good. So the Browns looked good. 
I think they've made upgrades on defense because that's where that's where they need the, the their own line. Their own line's probably one of the best in football. The secondary was a problem, so they've they've they have addressed, addressed that it. in the draft and in free agency. So I'm not sure. I I would say the Browns would be fringe rather than contenders, but again, they're in a central division where the, the real rival is going to be the Ravens, and I'd say that's about it. So we'll see about that. And lastly, Kansas you know, City, the Kansas City at the top of this tier. There's, you know, there's, well, the there's only, everything to say that they can go back. Well, again. They, the only couple of issues that I have with them is their O-line was horrible in the Super Bowl. We all saw it. Mahomes was running Exposed. for his life. He was like um, a ragdoll. And their defense was a, was a mess in the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. So can they – they did some work in the draft and in free agency in addressing that. Mm-hmm. But will it – Will there's a lot of new parts. So will it mesh? I don't know, but they definitely have they ha- they still have the offense to go back to the Super Bowl. Of course, and this is the thing for me is, I'm firmly of the belief that the Kansas City Chiefs are the team to beat in the AFC. Mm-hmm. But again, with the with the contenders and the fringes, you know, in the AFC, who can get to them in order for them to not get get home field? Because home field's been their calling card to get to the Super Bowl in the last two. Weeks. Arrowhead has that's been it. there. Yep. So that that's it for them. If they have the home field. That makes them dangerous in the playoffs. If not, and the second the second seed no longer gets a bye, so it's going to be really tough for for teams to wrestle that okay. that for that number one. And seed. they're also playing the Browns this weekend, so that should be interesting to see how they deal with it. Because as you said, teams do homework, and they looked at the Super Bowl. All the teams were watching Patrick Mahomes running around like a man on fire because he was getting chased left and right, mm-hmm. and that's not what you want from from your from your for your quarterback to be in that kind of risk. All yeah. Right. Moving on, that was good. Lamarcus returns. We're switching gears. To the NBA. Yeah, that is that is surprising. Lamarcus said, "You know what? Everything's fine. The heart's running good." Well, Let's apparently he's been cleared to return to the NBA. Obviously, he wants a ring. Well, yeah. Um, Why not? Uh, every t- every I mean, we see the Lakers and what they're the doing. Expendables. The, the, ex- <laughs> the expendables. They are and, the expendables. And the Nets, the Nets are doing that to an extent. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's gonna. He wants to come back. He wants a ring. So it doesn't really. It's sort of surprising considering how bad the the initial diagnosis was of his heart condition. Uh-huh. But apparently he's been cleared to come back. But it wouldn't shock me if he does retire after this season if they win a ring. Okay, so they picked up. You know the fact that Lamarcus Aldridge is coming back. I don't think it's a surprise if he's medically cleared. I agree. He was probably, and I don't know whether or not that would have changed the outcome. No, the it, it wouldn't have. It wouldn't have because you know Steve it wouldn't Nash have. Had, but now you know with him Millsap. Like Griffin, you now have a little more security at that spot as far as the forwards' yep. position is concerned. Steve Nash will have to do a lot of juggling with the minutes, though. Of course, and I think that's going to be – that goes without saying. But it's good for Lamarcus. It's good for the Nets. They're obviously trying to solidify some veteran support in that position. Yeah. And so that's where it's at. And, look, I, I think we'll see how it happens. We'll move on. Um, the NBA Hall of Fame class yep. has been announced. Any surprises there? Um, this year we had, I think, the more notable names. We have Paul Pierce, Chris Webber. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure who else. Chris Bosh as well. Chris Bosh, and we also had um Lauren Jackson from yeah. uh, an Australian who played in the WNBA, won three MVPs, won three titles in Seattle. the WNBA. Yeah, 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 very good. So it it's a very good Hall of Fame class. It's not as like storied as it was last year mm-hmm. with um obviously Kobe mm-hmm. and Timmy and and Kevin Garnett. 
But this year, it's still deserving. I mean, all of the guys in there. It's interesting as well with Chris Webber saying the Fab Five will maybe reunite for that, that Hall of Fame induction, even though him and Jalen Rose aren't on good terms whatsoever. <laughs> and can I, after Jerron Howard, name me the other two guys in that Fab Five, please. I'll, I, will, I will send you Bitcoin if you can send us a message. One Bitcoin's like $70,000. Well, half a Bitcoin. <laughs> an eighth of Bitcoin. If you can name me the other two of the Fab Five, then thank you. Because I don't know. After Jawan Howard and Jalen Rose, I know. Interestingly enough, I'm, I guess I'm interested in Chris Webber's thing. Because, look, I think the numbers suggest that. The numbers say that, you know, yes, he had a very good career. Um, you wonder about his destinations. Like, the initial stop in Golden State could have been more fruitful at the time. I don't think so because of the talent that was lacking on there. But certainly the move to Sacramento and the talent that they had. Well, they came very... Them that they, team they, that could have been really... They came so close to going to the finals. Could but, have lifted that franchise but, off the ground. But that whole... That game six of the 2002 Western Conference Finals is all <laughs> I need to say. Yeah. That thing's a rabbit hole in itself. Yeah. I think Paul Pierce is a good selection. I think it was, he was long overdue. Yeah. He brought the championship to, to Boston. He was a and long now all three Celtic, piece, yeah. all three pieces of the... Uh, big three are in the Hall of Fame. Yep. All right, so that's good. I mean, I think I think it'll be a good good uh, ceremony to watch. Um, switching gears to tennis, the U.S. Open. Yep. Not big fanfare on them. It's usually become well, a thing. It's Why? because of the um, the flooding that's been happening in New York over well, the past still, yeah. two weeks or so. Yep. Um, it hasn't been. That's been on the last thing on people's minds. I think the level of talent too. Yeah. I think. I, think I mean, the, the we big saw, names aren't in. We saw Serena crash out early. No Federer. Um, no Serena. No Nadal. Where's Halep? Yeah. I'm not sure where she is. Where what Who happened knows? with her? So I mean, it's interesting to note. I think for me is that, you know. It's been Djokovic's in the men's side, you know, pretty much his his, his tournament, uh, ignoring Sissipas and his little, you know, behaviors yeah. with running back and forth to the toilet. Um, I don't know. It's sort of ho hum because it's a U.S. Open, and I think it's the first time historically that you don't see any homegrown like U.S. talent yeah. in that setting. No Agassiz, no Sampras's. Like you're talking yeah. about years ago, where that was dominated well, because it was in New York. Well, the thing is that um, I think U.S. tennis right now especially in the v- developmental scene, is sort of lacking. Yeah. Because with tennis, you have to, I, and I know this from personal experiences, you need a lot of equipment to play it. it it's not It's not cheap. So It's not an inner-city game. No. So I feel like it's the same thing with with football, with so- soccer in the U.S. Because you need to pay to play. Yeah. It's the same thing. You don't see a lot of talent in um, U.S. So- soccer being developed uh, besides Christian Pulisic. Um, you don't see a lot of talent being developed through yeah. that system because you need a pay-to-play. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. Maybe we see some talent coming through the next couple of years. Not sure. There will okay. always be kids watching those those people and idolizing them. Okay. Uh, switching gears to baseball, how good is Max Scherzer? Um, the Ma- move of the century. Mad, Mad Max is just, he is... Let me give you some stats, He's folks. too good. 5-0 and oh in his starts. A buck oh five ERA. Worth every penny for the Dodgers? They gave up a lot to get him and Trey Turner, but they want a championship. They want another championship. And they might just get it. Yeah. Because the talent that they have on that roster is the best in baseball, bar none. Yeah. They have the best rotation 
pound for pound in baseball, bar none. Yep. They have some of the best starting batters in baseball, bar none. You like and, the bar none. And they probably, they probably Fucking have, bar none. They bar pro- none again? and they probably, bar they, none. they probably have the best outfield in baseball. Bar so, none. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I, 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 I totally agree. Um, if you're if you're San Diego kicking yourself, because obviously Matt Scherzer didn't. Well, they did. Scher- didn't think well, they, did they did try to make an offer, but it wasn't wanted good to go to L.A. They wanted to go to L.A. Why not? The, the lights shine bright, and he has no problem throwing in bright lights. Yeah. So good for Matt Scherzer. I think that pretty much stamps the the Dodgers. Switching gears, if you're the Yankees, who've lost six in a row. Yeah. And you have Toronto nipping on your heels right yep. now, as Toronto basically went to New York and smoked them. Yeah. Uh, You'd want a starting pitcher outside of Yeah, Garrett but Cole. they didn't get any starting pitching at the deadline. So does that mean, I mean, because now the Yankees and are Once again, sp- that's the same thing with, it's the same thing that happened in 2019. They didn't get any starting pitching at the deadline. They relied on Tanaka and Paxton. Decent pitchers, but it yeah. didn't, they needed a decent option to spell Domingo Herman, uh-huh. But it didn't work, and it ended up costing them in the ALCS. Moving forward, good question here for your wild card you know, Western wise, who would you see? Like, I mean, in, 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 well, not even Western wise, nail Mariners, a good story. They They're can, a good they story. Can, possibly, in I there. mean, they've shown that I once called their run unsustainable. They, it is sustainable. I've been proven wrong. They look good, but I'm not sure. Uh, there's a lot of teams above them. The AL stacked. Yeah, I prefer so, I prefer to see the Mariners than the A's. I think the A's will just flame out. The A's do the A's, I don't know. the A's do what the A's. But do. I don't know if the Mariners will do anything in the playoffs. I would prefer to see them do something than the A's. The A's do nothing every year. It's the same thing. Yes, the A's have the lowest payroll in baseball. Yes, this. Yes, that. Yes, you could. No one can ever outside of you and me. None of us can name who a starting player is in the A's. Yes, yes, yes. They get to the playoffs and they disappear. I'd prefer to see Seattle come in. And if they disappear, they disappear at least to somebody different. Yep. That is true. All right. Moving on. Uh, a couple of happy birthday shout-outs. One is to Kevin Love. Yeah. 33 years old. Still stuck in purgatory yeah. on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Well, the uh, last remnants of what Cleveland was at they, one point. Well, they might be buying him out soon. He could so. be that touchstone. Like, he could go, come to me, kids. I'm Kevin Love. And yeah. I still play for the Cavaliers. <laughs> We stink, but there was a time when Cleveland was the place to be. Well, they might be they might be buying him out soon. So that yeah, look, that, I, I don't think he. I, look, do you, it's just me. I don't think he gets enough credit for. Of course he his doesn't. Participation of course in he that doesn't. championship of, run. Of course he doesn't. Because he did the dirty work. He yep. did do dirty work. Yep. and he's a three point shooter. So yep. he did so much for the Cavs, and he got his ring. So yeah. I'm surprised he hasn't gone somewhere else to this day. I'm just always... Well, they wanted him. He wanted to. He's either been throwing tantrums on the court, which I don't blame him for for doing so on a terrible Cavs team, um, even though they've been on sporting. Yeah. Um, and he's been he's been like, I want to be traded, but they can't find a trading partner for him. Oh, well. That's the problem. Okay. Well, happy birthday to anyway. you. I'm sure you don't have any problems with getting yourself birthday cake, so get one for yourself. And happy birthday to Randy Johnson, the big unit, former one ace of, baseball one, one of the most dominating pitchers of all time. Yeah. Uh, completely. One, Second most strikeouts yep. to Nolan Ryan. Won a, won a ring in 2001 and got, funnily enough, was a prospect on the former Montreal Expos, but they traded him away and he only became the most dominating pitcher in baseball. Yeah, I think, uh, look, if you look at the time Randy drops him to Expos, I, don't, I think his... He didn't hit his stride until he got traded, and then suddenly. Well, the his, Expos were yeah. were were 
a crappy team. Right, they, but they, I think they his, did not have good ownership. But I also think his craft got better. Yeah, you know, he got better at pitching and became a real dominant pitcher for all those years, especially um, on the Mariners. Even though they wasted him, look, on, yep. you know, on the Mariners he was wasted. But then you know he did a he did a stint with Houston. He, he moved around toward he, the end of his. He career. did a stint with Houston and then went with to the Yankees. Went I'm to, sure he was told that to shave his mustache. Then he went, did shave his mustache then went to the D backs and yeah. won a ring with with Kurt Schilling, probably the best one two punch. Ever. Yeah, one of the most dominant pitchers. So, yeah, you have to to say that for sure. All right, that's our show for this week. Um, This was a bit of a short week, but next week is where we get all the Phoenixons. We'll be... Phoenixons? We'll be pre... We'll be... Talking about the games that have happened this week games and be previewing the games for next week. Mm -hmm. So, stick around for that. All right, bye.